everybody. Welcome back to Holistic Finance. My name is Ryan Burklow. I'm Alex Collins. And on today's episode, we're going to be talking about what type of practice you're wanting to build. Specifically, we're going to talk about enterprise practice versus a lifestyle practice. And this is something that's not necessarily talked about a whole lot, but it is of critical importance to figure out what you're trying to build because all of your business planning, all of your financial planning really is going to revolve around this decision because there's two totally distinct different paths and you're going to want to do vastly different things depending upon which path you're going down. Yeah. And and oftentimes, I mean, I would say that most people start out with a lifestyle practice because that that's just the start of it. And then as you're building it, you, you transition towards more of an enterprise practice. Um, but I'm I'm going down a path already before us defining, right? What's the difference here? So uh, go ahead, Alex. And it's sometimes people just stay on that lifestyle practice path, and that is totally fine. It is rare for someone to jump in at the enterprise practice level. Yeah, either one of these is is great. It's just knowing which one you want is key, obviously, right? Just like anything else in life. When you know what you want, you can build towards it. When you don't know what you want, well, that makes it more difficult. So when we're talking about enterprise versus lifestyle practice, uh, an enterprise practice is a practice that is sellable, like in its most simplest definition. It may be even more simplistic than that because like a lot of people might think that their practice is a saleable entity when it may not be. Um, what I've found that the, the easiest way to determine this is if you walked out of your practice today and didn't come back for two months or three months, what would you be coming back to? Can the practice survive, thrive, grow? without you there and like that is where we start moving from a lifestyle practice where you have a really nice job that you've created a high paying job that you really enjoy and you've created for yourself versus an entity that does not require you to be there doing things and this is such a hard concept for a lot of people to to wrap their heads around because you've spent so much time, energy, and effort building up yourself, building up your knowledge, building up you, that the idea of making yourself replaceable is challenging, to put it mildly. Yeah, and then the lifestyle practice is essentially what Alice was explaining, where if you didn't show up to work, essentially nothing gets done, right? That, and if you didn't show up for several months, the business would essentially go away for the most part. Now, I'm sure some of you listening might say, well, there are pieces that you can sell. Like there's pieces of that that might be sellable. And you're right. Just what people will pay you for in that type of practice is vastly smaller. Is that even the right terminology? Is much smaller. <laughs> Is much smaller than if you had an actual enterprise practice, which where you don't actually have to show up for the doors to be open and business to occur. Yeah, I mean you're you're talking about uh, 
oftentimes when we're talking about a sellable practice, we're talking about it in terms of like multiples of revenue or multiples of asset value. Um, and so if we've got a, a lifestyle practice, most of the time you've got, um, you know, some fraction that's less than one um, as a multiplier for, you know, the assets or, you know, things of that nature. Whereas if we've got an enterprise practice, now we're talking about uh, a multiple of, um, you know, maybe as high as, you know, somewhere in the neighborhood of two to four times the revenue of the practice, maybe even higher than that, depending upon um, how well you have uh, built it and how well, uh, how well of an well-oiled machine your practice has become without you. Um, and so that that's really where the value is driven. And then on top of that, we get full value for the assets. Um, so that that gives you a little bit of an idea as to like what we're looking at in terms of a difference between a lifestyle practice and an enterprise practice. Uh, an enterprise practice, we're truly building the the practice as an asset that is going to be used later in life, whether you hold on to it and keep the revenue stream coming in or whether you wind up bringing on partners, um, whether you phase yourself out, sell it out, sell off the practice. Um, you know, everyone's vision and, and dreams and goals and hopes are maybe a little bit different. Um, and some people want to continue working in their practice and that's great too. Um, you know, so much of it just depends on, on what it is that you're dreaming of and wanting to do. Yeah, I mean, Alice was already talking about valuation of the practice. So, and we actually recorded an episode on that. If you go back to episode 148, we talk about four di different valuation structures um, that tend to be looked at when when you are selling a naturopathic practice. Are those the only four? No, there's more, but those are the four basic ones that we tend to see out there. What's interesting about this conversation, Alex, is every time you and I go in, we're either talking at Bastyr or we're holding a webinar or we're at a naturopathic conference. And as we're talking to people, when we bring when we bring up this enterprise versus lifestyle and once people understand the difference between the two, we then follow up with another question and we say, which one are you wanting to build or which one are you building? And almost the majority of the room, almost every time says they're building or wanting to build the enterprise practice. Right. And when we. <clears throat> give them that definition all of a sudden they go yeah you're right if i don't show up right now like there's not a lot of revenue coming in the door so i currently don't have that lifestyle type or that enterprise style practice so i need to start building towards that so it's a big aha moment and a lot of these naturopathic doctors like business world yeah for sure and it's it's you can almost see the light bulb come on when they're like, oh, got it. I'm still going to have my input and imprint on the practice. It's still going to be a reflection of me. And it's not going to be 100% me to see all of the patients and bring in all of the revenue. I can now see where uh, bringing on a partner or having, you know, like junior uh doctors on the staff or, or however you want to go ahead and term it, um, associates or, or whatever else. Now they can see that the philosophy and the overarching vision of the practice is still them. And they're now not responsible for wearing anywhere near as many hats as they are currently. 
Yeah, and this we the reason we harp on this so much to, to, in our experience. Now, maybe there are a lot more out there, but in our experience, we are not seeing a lot of naturopathic doctors able to sell their practice going into retirement at at a normal business, like at a normal like multiple of revenue. Like it's very like almost like a flash sale rather than a sell of a business. And right. I think it's just this isn't being taught. Right. You guys are going to school to learn how to become doctors. You're not going to school and being taught how to be business owners. That's very different than being a doctor. Absolutely. A hundred percent true. So that that's today's episode. I mean, if, if you can have the takeaway is like, which practice are you wanting to build? I think that's a huge step. Which takes us to the question of the day, which I just ruined for you, Alex. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, I, I would suggest that step two there, Ryan, is actually once you've identified what you are building, um, then following up and saying, okay, is that what we want to build? Um, or if you've identified what you want to build, coming back and saying, what are we building? Um, so that we can like start taking action steps towards building the practice that you want to build. And maybe that becomes the, net, the, the question of the day instead of what practice are you building? What practice do you want to build and what are the action steps that you're taking towards building that practice? So head over to holistic-finance.com and there's a spot for you to either answer that question. And it's, this probably isn't one that you're probably going to get. We're going to get a flood of messages on. Um, you know, a lot of the times that question today is really for you to, as a takeaway. What What is it you can do with what you just learned? Um, but holistic-finance.com is a great spot for you to reach out to us if you have further questions on this topic. Like this is probably a big, big topic that we talk into with a, almost all of our naturopathic uh, doctor clients because they have not thought of this. They, they, they want help. They want help thinking like a business owner. And I think this is a big value add that you and I provide. So if, if this hit home with any of you, feel free to reach out to us there. Um, or if you have a, if a question bubbled up and you want us to, to talk about that question on another episode, again, that's a great spot for you to reach out to us. As always, we hope this episode was valuable for you. And Mr. Collins, make it a great day. This podcast is for informational purposes only and is not to be construed as tax, legal or investment advice. Although the information has been gathered from sources believed to be reliable, please note that individual situations can vary. Therefore, the information should be relied upon only when coordinated with individual professional advice. Guest speakers and their firms are not affiliated with or endorsed by Park Avenue Securities Guardian or Quantified Financial Partners and opinions stated are their own. Guardian, its subsidiaries, agents, and employees do not provide tax, legal, or accounting advice. Consult your tax, legal, or accounting professional regarding your individual situation. All investments and investment strategies contain risk and may lose value. This material is intended for general public use. By providing this content, Park Avenue Securities LLC is not undertaking to provide investment advice or a recommendation for any specific individual or situation or to otherwise act in a fiduciary capacity. Please contact a representative for guidance and information that is specific to your individual situation. Ryan and Alex are registered representatives and financial advisors of Park Avenue Securities, LLC, OSJ 200 Market Street, Suite 1850, Portland, Oregon 97201, phone number 503-221-1226. 
Securities, products, and advisory services offered through Park Avenue Securities member FINRA, SIPC. Financial representatives of the Guardian Life Insurance Company of America, Guardian, New York, New York. Park Avenue Securities is a wholly owned subsidiary of Guardian. Quantified Financial Partners is not an affiliate or subsidiary of Park Avenue Securities or Guardian. Ryan Burklow, AR Insurance License Number 15319412, CA Insurance License Number 0K24924, Alexander Collins, AR Insurance License Number 7264699, CA Insurance License Number 0H24806, Pinpoint Number 2023 153124, Expiration March 2025.